I wanna be an engineer So freaking bad Optimize the things I've always had Engineering IRL Hello everyone and welcome to the Sario Dev Show Engineering IRL where I take you through engineering concepts and mindsets and teach you how to apply them to real life. So in today's episode, episode number 20, we are going to go through networking and engineering. Networking 101, if you will. Now this subject is going to be a little bit more technical, um, but if you're a person that knows networking, you'll see there's a bit of fun here. We'll try to explain it in a way that in a short amount of time. Like what's the fastest way that I could make the concept of networking click for you? And we'll get right into it. So firstly, when we're talking about network, I am talking about computer networking, devices. This is how the entire internet works. This is how everything digital in the world works. There's an entire digital world that we have, right? That runs on top of the real world. And any future industry that you're getting to is actually built on this technology. Networking is, we have two devices, Okay, and they wanna talk. They wanna talk. And to make this, to give the direct example is, I've written a program on my computer that when I hit the button that says, wow, on the other computer, there's an application that when it hears a wow, it displays a picture. All right? Now, what happens between that first computer trying to talk to the second computer is it will go and turn that little audio byte, okay, into a packet of data. and send it via its network. Okay, bear with me. Sends these packets of data. It's just, when it's a packet of data, it turns all of those things into ones and zeros. Okay, imagine a notepad file with it just says one, zero, one, zero, one, zero, one, zero, one, done. Sends that via the network to the other computer. The other computer, when it receives the one, zero, one, zero, one, zero, one, in a certain pattern, it can recognize that as the wheel audio byte and then knows what to do next. Cool, so when I say pass it onto the network, what does this mean? What I need you to imagine is because this is audio, it's going to be a little more challenging. Usually I explain this stuff in so many drawings, makes it quick, but you're going to imagine a, uh, a network being a single switch. Just accept it's a device called a switch, it's a square. And on this switch, it has ports. Easy enough? Cool. In our example right now, our switch has two ports. One port connecting um, the first computer and one port connected to the second computer. So you can imagine that. Square for a computer, square for a second computer. They both have a port, small square each and they both connect to the two ports, one port each of that network switch. 
So what happens is, first computer actually, what, how it all works is the first computer, when he sends the data to the network, he has no idea where or which port the other device is. Okay, if he did know, he'd say, he'd send the data to port one of the switch and say, Mr. Switch, can you send this packet from port one to port two? Because we know that computer two is on port two. This is too slow. The problem is on any given switch, you can have a number of computers on there. And that means every computer now needs to contain the information for every other computer. It's equivalent of for you to send a letter, you just put in an address, right? And then you drop it off at your post office. You're not saying send this to this person via this mailbox, via this mail route to this location. You don't, you don't care about the how. Okay, so what your computer does instead is says, here's a packet, Mr. Switch, and it's addressed to PC2. Right? Now the switch sends this packet to all of its own ports. So in our example, we've got two ports. It sends it to port two and says, hey, this is a package for computer two and sends it on. Now computer two on the other end goes, whoa, 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 I'm computer two. I'm gonna read it. And what happens is for, for, for other computers, if that was computer three on that same port, he wouldn't read it. Each computer is just looking for its own um, packages. Let me add a third computer just for uh, argument's sake, just for some visual. So imagine now you're back on your switch with the square, you've got a third port, and that's connecting to computer three. Computer one sends the same package. Yo, what's, this is for package two. Switch two, switch goes, here port one, uh, port two and port three. This is a package, okay? Port two says, yep, that's me, computer two. Computer three gets this exact same package and goes, meh, don't care. Cool, so the behavior of a switch is that when it receives a packet from one of its ports, it sends that packet to all of its other ports. Right? This is called a broadcast, okay? This is a broadcast packet. When I'm, the broadcast is, who is computer two? We don't know who he is. He sends that packet to all of the ports. So yeah, so a network switch behaves when I receive a broadcast packet, send it out to all my other ports. Cool. Now eventually what will happen is PC2 goes, hey, I'm PC2, Mr. Switch. I'm on port two. Mr. Switch goes, great, because I've got a letter for you tells PC1, hey, I found him, send me the packet. This is pretty much, okay, relax. All right, if you're a network nerd, relax. PC1 now knows where PC2 is. PC1 sends to the switch. Switch actually knows where PC2 is and switches that packet, sends that packet directly to port two because he knows that's where computer two is. Okay? Make sense? So, okay. 
just real quick, from computer one now, PC one goes, hey, I need to send a package to um, PC three. Sends it to P to the switch. Switch goes, so switch now receives that packet in. He doesn't know where PC three is, so there's a broadcast packet. He comes in, he goes, I better send this to all my ports and says, who knows where PC three is? And then on port three gets the response, I'm PC three. He goes, cool, here's your packet. Understanding? Good. Good, not bad. Now, let's remove PC2. Disconnect him from that port. We're gonna put in a second switch. Okay, a second switch with two ports. Switch two now connects to where PC2 was originally connected. You just disconnected in your mind from that box, from switch one, a port that goes to PC2. You erase that line, connect it to switch two instead. Following. Switch two now has um, a free port. On that free port, you want to put PC2 on there. Okay. And then we're going to add another port to switch to called PC4. All right, Chapish? Great, cool. Hopefully, if, look, if you if you're not if you're not driving or something, you can draw this. Or if later on you want to sit down, draw this out. It'll make heaps more sense. But we'll keep it simple. That's that's the drawing. You've got two square boxes to be switches, and we've got uh, we got. Uh, <laughs> we got four PCs. Okay, PC1 and PC3 are on the first switch. First switch is connected to second switch. PC2 and PC4 is on the second switch. Now, PC1 goes, hey, I want to send the packages to uh, PC4. He sends it to his switch. So he has a broadcast, he sends a broadcast to his switch saying, where is PC4? So what does switch one do again? When he receives a broadcast packet and they don't know who, where, where it is, they send that packet out to all of its ports. So he sends a packet to, to uh, one of the ports, which is PC3's port. He sends another packet out to his port, which connects to the switch, switch two. Now switch two is also a switch, he has the same behavior. When I receive my that broadcast packet, that question, I will send it to all my ports. So he sends to all his ports, which he's got PC2 and PC4 saying, who's PC4? PC4 goes, that's me. Return, uh, then now switch two can tell switch one, which can tell PC1. PC1's great. Switch one, I do want to send this to packet to PC4. Here's the packet. Now, if you notice in this communication, in this chain, switch one does not tell PC1 where he knows the information, where, how he knows PC4. He just tells him, yep, I got you. I can get your packet to PC4, right? You kind of have no choice here. You're PC1. You've only got one connection to one switch. You have to trust Mr. Switch 1. So switch 
Sichuan receives that packet, goes, I know how to get this information to the right guy. And he just sends it out to his other port because the other switch goes, I know where that guy is. Switch 2 didn't tell Switch 1, hey, switch, uh, PC4 is on my port 7. Switch 2 just told Switch 1, I know where PC4 is. I know how to get the old packet to that guy. Cool, and you can make this as complex as you want. The entire internet, 15 switches, imagine 100 switches. And imagine 10, 10 like thousands of PCs. This all happens in real time, bang, bang, bang. Right? When you send the packet, when you're directly connected to a network, it's quick. That's how networks, that's how a, so we're working in this world called a layer two switch. It's just switching packets between devices on its own network. And the network is X amount of switches connecting X amount of PCs. A switch doesn't need to know an entire network infrastructure, neither does a PC. Each switch just knows, does he know another switch that knows a guy? Do I know a guy that knows a guy? And if the answer is yes, he'll take the packet and pass it to his next one. And that just keeps chaining on. And it can get complex because what if two switches have a path to going to PC2? So imagine now you got two, you got one switch with a computer, another switch with a computer. Okay, switch between the two switches, okay. There's one path that connects the two that has two switches in the middle and another path that connects the two that has one switch in the middle. So now from each switch's perspective, from the first switch and the second switch on the very left of the first switch, the second switch on the very right, there's a bunch of switches in the middle that connects the two. When they talk to their neighbor switch, and say, hey, who's got the PC on the other end? Two switches come back and go, yeah, that's me. And then this is where there's network algorithms, they come up, blah, blah. but it actually doesn't matter. Your PC might send it out on both, okay? Message is made up of multiple little packets. Packets get split up and they can go across as many switches as they want. And on the other end, he waits till he receives all these packets, ties it all together, then reads the message. He also doesn't care about the houses. Now there are algorithms out there that simplify this and this extends to routing and all that sort of stuff. That's true, but don't worry about that for now. We've got two machines talking on a LAN. And for every switch, this is actually exactly how the internet works. We, we, there's going to be other technologies in between that I'll iron out in a second session in another uh, podcast. I think this episode is just going to stick to that one concept. And think about it as when I send a, um, a uh, packet to a server or to my friend via Skype, you know what's happening? You send your packet to your local switch. Your switch is sending that packet to the next dude, to your DNS or to your internet service provider. He switches it amongst, let's say, 10 other switches to get out of your country to go to the Skype servers, eventually, to a network where the Skype server is connected. Then the Skype servers also got that direct connection all the way out, all the way to the other Skype person across the other side of the world. And remember I told you that the packets can go, your packets might have gone across the entire world and back and reached your friend within a second 
and if he lagged, he'd be like, oh, lag. Ugh. These packets went around the world more times than you have in your life. He has split second, and you're complaining about a second of lag. Right? It's a very simplistic view, but that's fine. So this is layer two. Real quick, um, what happens is in your computer, the ports and the PCs are known by the physical address. It's called the MAC address. It's called a MAC address. Um, and you have a, what you get assigned is an IP address for most uh, network protocols, work over IP, they call it TCP IP. And you get assigned an IP address to define your computer's name. Who's your computer? It's an address. If you want to find out your IP address on your computer, I want you to go type Windows, uh, press the Windows button, press R. Basically, it's for Windows people. I'll give the Mac instruction. Well, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Windows plus R, type in uh, CMD, press enter, brings you up your command prompt. Type in IP config, I-P-C-O-N-F-I-G, enter. For the uh, other users, um, for the Mac users, Alt, uh, Apple spacebar, uh, terminal, type the word terminal, brings up your terminal. You're gonna type if config, I-F-C-O-N-F-I-G, and press enter. And it will tell you your IP addresses assigned to you. Okay, so back to Windows World. You put your IP address, that's cool. If you ping Google or ping 8.8.8.8, you're actually pinging Google. Cool. Um, I want you to type, um, to find out your MAC address, IP config again, space slash all, A-L-L, and press enter. It'll give you more details and it includes a MAC address. So you've got a MAC address and you've got an IP address. Very cool. Um, now I want to do something kind of interesting. Your PC maintains its list of addresses temporarily, but after a broadcast goes out and he goes, yo, where's PC2? Yo, where's PC4? When the um, switch comes back, you're saying, yes, I've got it. Your PC keeps a list. Your PC is almost like its own switch. If you had a second port, if you have Wi-Fi and you have an Ethernet connected, your computer acts like a switch. So if you type this command in command prompt, ARP, A-R-P space minus A, and press enter, you're gonna get a list of all the people, all the MAC addresses that your computer has crossed paths with. It's, a, it's its list. I'll explain ARPs later on, but that's gonna be another lesson. But real quick, just give you a couple of nuggets to kind of look at and get an idea of what's going on. Okay, that's cool. You can ping, you've checked out your ARP cable, um, you've seen your MAC address. That's is good. But what I want to do now is, we're going to cover more in, the, in another episode, but for now, let me tie this into real life for you real quick. We know that a switch, we know that a switch doesn't know the final information all the time. He just knows the next guy that knows the information. True? Excellent. 
So, but you can keep going back to the switch going, hey, send this packet to that guy. You can keep going back to it. And as he changes or has new computers connect or new network switches connecting, he can say, yes, I can get you to the guy. Yes, I can get you to that guy. This is actually the best way to do marketing, uh, marketing, networking. When you want to network, you behave like a network switch. Okay, so your network switch, for example, your network switch, your network, so the number of people you know that have other answers or knows about different topics, is dependent on how many ports you have. How many people you know is how many ports you have as a switch. Okay, so the more people you meet, you're making these, you're connecting people to your port. And the effective way to, to, to network is if someone, if one of those people in general, right, you gotta be listening though, is asking about, I don't know, paintings. And you know the guy that knows paintings, you make that connection for them. Hey, I know a guy that knows painting. Boom, you make that connection. That person sends the data to you, cool. Now, if you know a guy that knows a guy that knows paintings, okay, you connect to another network of people. You can still say to person one, hey, I know a guy that knows a guy that knows painting. Send me your packet or your question and I'll send you, I will get your message to the right person. And you look at your network, you look at your ports, you've asked all your ports, hey, who knows a guy this? They look at their ports, so another person on your network is another network switch, a person that's a network switch, and they look at their ports and goes, I know a guy. You don't need to know, he, you don't know if he actually knows the guy directly or he knows a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy. You don't know, but you don't care. You, when you're building up your network, are connect, making connections to people and they don't, you, you just are connecting two separate networks. And then that could be a person or it could be an entire network of people, multiple switches. And say you find, you, you end up with someone, you get a girlfriend, something like that, or you get a boyfriend, whatever it is, they are a network switch with a, bunch, with a bunch of ports. You've made that connection. Now their entire network is accessible to you. You don't need to know the guy at the end of the day. You need to know a guy that knows a guy. Right? You don't need to be the person that actually has the information. You just need to know how to send or how to get that person the information through one of your networks. When you're trying to network with people, this is especially for engineers, you think, hey, I need to be an expert in XYZ. Well, you don't. You actually don't. You make a connection with person, with person A. He has a query or a thingo or wants expertise. You may not have the information at the time, but you can, you can tell the person, hey, I can get you that answer. I know someone that can give you that answer, right? They may be interested, all right, cool. And I'll you know, get back to you, boom. You go to your network, you ask that person, you have the information, you still bring back the information. Person A has now come to you with a question and got an answer. Then they start thinking, let me give you another question. And if you can answer that, even if it's to that same person, you're in the, in the middle, that's you networking. Either way, person A looks at you as a person that can get them the answer. You may, they might not actually need the expert that has all the answers. They just, you can still have the answers through your networking. If you're an engineer or if any, whatever kind of profession you're in, networking is important 
the entire internet, literal internetworking across the world globally, the largest communication network in existence, man-made existence. The entire internet itself works on this principle. So you should work on your networking skills built on this principle too. Hopefully today's been a good episode and you've enjoyed that. I will go further in depth. I understand from the networking and the technical standpoint, that might not be enough, but hopefully I've presented it to you in a way where you can kind of go, okay, this is interesting. And then wait out for next episode. Next episode, I will tie in even more, even more. Why is there IP? Why is there a router? What is a LAN? What is a WAN? Intranet? Internet? Why are these 9 million terms of other stuff? OSI model? We're going to go through all of that. But first, you got to share it with your friends. You got to tell me if you liked it. Give us some feedback. Ask the question so I know which parts of what I'm explaining needs more explanation. Right? Share this with a friend. Get someone to subscribe. These are all cool stuff that help me out. And then your questions obviously drive the topic for the next episode. With that being said, thanks for listening. Have a good one.